Hello and welcome to the First Issue Club Podcast. We are your comic book podcast that reads exclusively number ones each and every week. And we love to read and review them with you. Thanks so much for joining us. We are going to read some number ones this week. Hip, you guessed it. (laughs) We are doing Steak from Scout. Yeah. And we're doing... Knights of the High Republic, which is a number one. Technically, it was a second printing this week. We didn't cover it, so we're coming back around to covering this hot, 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 hot book out on Marvel. Blazing hot second printing. Did you know it was on Marvel? Because you look at it, and it doesn't look like a Marvel book. I know. For some reason in my head, I think all these things are IDW, but they're not. I thought it was Boom. For oh, Boom. yeah. <laughs> but it, uh, it's a Marvel book. We've got a lot of news. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some news oh, at you. Get to it. Okay. Oh, on this podcast, by the way, it's Budget King and Mike D. Hello, I'm Mike D. Caitlin and Greg are off reading comic book. They started another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to mention it here because we don't want to lose any yeah, followers. The competition. <laughs> so just just a twofer. Okay. <laughs> In news, did you know WandaVision is a big deal? <laughs> I guess I. You know what? I was at the comic shop today, and there was a couple people being like, "Oh, the last episode," and uh, I was like, "Shit, I really need to watch this show because you these, still haven't watched it." No, I haven't watched any of it, and these moments are just going to happen more and more where I'm just like trapped in a room with somebody talking about it. Oh, it's the everybody at my work is watching it. They yeah. started a whole channel on Slack to talk about it. <laughs> None of these people. I don't even think they were into MCU. Just coronavirus has made people go crazy. Just into anything. And they need something. This this fucking TV show comes out on Fridays and people are waiting for it. It's like we've returned to the Game 2002 of era of, of watching <laughs> television. I really didn't think there would be anything beyond Game of Thrones. I thought Game of Thrones was going to be the last show ever. Of TV. That kind was like of... appointment television. Yes. Well, we're back. And people are going crazy, and they love the Easter eggs, and there's podcasts about it. How do you like the Easter eggs if you don't read the comics? People like Lost, unfortunately. I know you don't believe me, but people Mm. like the idea of Lost. They like finding more, like owning something. Okay. There are podcasts about this, this television show from people who weren't even comic book readers. Should we switch our comic, should we switch our podcast to be a WandaVision podcast? Because we know about it. You're you're really putting me on the spot, making me make this decision <laughs> on the podcast. I'm My just... wife says we should. She's listening to these other she's listening to other podcasts about WandaVision and she doesn't listen to our podcast. We got in the wrong game. <laughs> Here's the thing though. Those are people who probably already talk about uh shows and te- media, right? Television shows, so yeah. So they've got like a built in following already. Yeah. Okay. I bet seventy other people started podcasts about this show. Yeah. It's low-hanging fruit, though. When we started this show, I wanted to... We had a couple ideas for shows, and I wanted to do Fox's 911, the podcast, (laughs) instead of First Issue Club. And I wanted to do a dramatic reading of one of the scenes and then recap and talk about each episode. In retrospect, that might have been a more successful (laughs) podcast than First Issue Club. Fox's 911 is still on TV, it's the most absurd show on television. <laughs> it's like full blown bonkers. You're more into comic books than you are Fox's 911, though. 
I yeah, I know. So I think I think sh- Fox's nine one one would have made us money though. Good. Okay. Instead yeah. of just gotten us free comics every once in a while. More more lucrative. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, did you know? Speaking of television, so hit- we're moving on from. <laughs> well, yeah. Did you? So that piece see- of news was just that WandaVision's very popular. It's insane. It can't not be mentioned yeah. how big it is. I need to. I'm going to watch it tonight. You should. I might do it on your account. Please do. Okay. Yes, I couldn't encourage Are you. You caught more. up? Uh, I watched half of the third episode. I fell asleep. Okay. I won't uh, go past where you are. You can. I don't want to ruin your read receipts. Did you know? No, you, you'll be fine. Did you know that every episode is like a decade? I've heard that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you're in the. You'll be in the Brady Bunch episode when you end hey, the third one. All right. Okay. Speaking of television, Harry Potter, HBO Max television show. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And there are some various like comic books that have Harry Potter appear in them. One of them is a Marvel book that's kind of like specking, which is weird. I don't even know what what that's about. Uh. I could tell you what it is. Is it is it is it interesting for me to tell you what that book is? Because I, I think it's fucking weird. It's called Love is Love. And uh, it's a one-shot anthology of short stories by various creators benefiting the survivors of the Orlando nightclub shooting. It is the first official comic book appearance of Harry Potter. So J.K. Rowling's wrote one of the stories in it? Oh, it's co-published by DC and IDW. Um, I don't think she, <laughs> I don't think she did. I think they just put Harry Potter in it. <laughs> okay. So if you care about first appearances, you think that first appearance is going to go up because they're doing a show? Come on. No, but that's news. That's the type of news so that is, people want. Is Harry me. Potter in the title of the show? Do you know what the title of the HBO Max show it's is? It's a great question. I don't know. Like, like they can't just redo Harry Potter because the movies, right? Right. Yeah. I, it might be like some side character or something like that. Do you think people will boycott it since J.K. Rowling is a shithead? This is where I wanted to go with that. Okay. I think she, there are some people who are like, oh, somebody can be bad mm-hmm. and, you know, that doesn't destroy their art. Yes. <laughs> She's enough. I'm to... familiar. With, it's 2021. <laughs> I'm very familiar with uh, art versus artist. Got it. She has like tripled down on being a complete shithead yeah. about trans stuff. Right. That I'm like, I don't know that you can fuck with her art. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't care how much of a history it was in your childhood and, like, you like let it go. It's like, she still created it. It's all from her mind, and she's a hateful person. Yeah. I don't think let it ruin your past experiences sure, with the stuff you you've had. Yeah. But moving forward, I wouldn't feed her money empire. Right. Yeah. So. That's where I stand. Well, we agree on that. I've okay. had lots of discussion, and never once had gotten to an agreement so quickly about that. All right. I think it's because both of us are not Potterheads. Let me pose this question to you, though. Okay. And I'll call this the Roseanne Barr argument. <laughs> Whoa. Big fan. Roseanne. Uh, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, X, X fan, sorry. <laughs> there we go. Um, Roseanne mm-hmm. tweeted that a African-American woman was like an ape or something. Yes. And was rightfully canceled by, quote, by culture. Right. Um, the <laughs> canceled by culture. You like that? I just turned the <laughs> phrase around to explain the action. Yes. Culture. We cancel you. Um, then ABC, CBS, whatever station it was on, kept her show going, but as the Connors. So they wrote her out because why should all of these good people suffer and their careers suffer because 
she did a shitty thing. Yeah. And they got like kind of like bigger stars to kind of appear on the show. After right. That. Yeah. I'm sure Roseanne still made money. She was without a doubt had to be a producer or something on the show. Has to own some <laughs> right or stakes yeah. in the Connors, right? Oh, you're saying like don't My, don't watch the Connors anymore because Roseanne's getting a little bit of percentage on that. Well, here's no. I'm just giving you the pos something positive. Got it. That's that was like a post canceling mm-hmm. of something you associate so strongly with one person. Now, now that's maybe an argument I could see for Harry Potter, the movies, a new show that you're giving actors, writers, new producers, all these people. Um, a full-time job, an opportunity to make a lot of money and do the thing they love independent of this woman off to the side who's profiting <laughs> off of it. You know what I mean? J.K. Rowling thinks she's too big to fail. She thinks she's too famous to have a, you know, to, to not have to apologize. And you're her. saying as if we're the U.S. government in this situation, we can't bail her out. <laughs> if, she, if she's Ford. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we can't bail Ford out. If the general public can make GameStop <laughs> profitable. <laughs> this will be topical uh, a week ago by yes. the time the episode comes out. This the, is just like happened like yesterday then the, as of recording. Yes, then the general public can say, no more Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, okay. That was Harry Potter. I've got, I've got a, I've got a crazy thing for you. Uh huh. Did you know, Image? It's a company that makes comics. Yes, Skybound. Mm-hmm. Huh? Imprint. Are sending out surveys saying, "Would you like to go on a cruise with us? A fan cruise." I'm trying to even think, what the fuck that would <laughs> consist of, like being stuck on a boat with nerds. And like hyper nerds, like it's not DC and Marvel nerds. Yeah. It's are, image nerds. If I had to be stuck on a boat with comic nerds, it would definitely be image comic nerds. Same. Yes. Yeah. So yes. And, and of all of the nerds in the world that I want to be on a cruise ship with, probably image nerds. Yeah. Like there's a Kid Rock uh, cruise ship. I don't think I'd go on that. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a Warp Tour cruise ship. I'm. It's. I'll probably skip that one. I would skip that one too. Okay. It just doesn't sound that appealing during coronavirus. Oh, it's supposed to happen. No, like, no, no. Imminently. I, I think it's post. But even like the fact that the they're idea. Like, yes. It's like don't promote it now. Yeah. Even if it's just. A, I think the survey is to test s- sincerely just gauge test, interest. Yeah, testing the water. Oh man. I hope they're throwing out a lot of other ideas with that one because there's no way that's happening ever. I don't think I don't think it's going to be very lucrative. What but. would it take for you to get on that cruise ship? Like what would have to be on the boat? Um I don't like cruise ships. I'm an, I'm an anti. So that's what I'm saying. What yeah. would it take? Nobody likes cruise ships. <laughs> nobody nobody in our generation, let me put it, likes cruise ships. Nobody li- yeah, likes to like enjoys the endeavor. Um, if you're under 50, you're probably not a huge fan I of guess, cruise ships. I guess, like, if I'm bunking with Donny Cates. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you'd have to have, like, a creator in the room with you that you get to spend tons of personal time yeah. with. Yeah, and not just a generic. It has to be one that I have. A, yeah, like, like a, Robert Kirkman yes. or yeah. Brian K. Vaughn has yes. to, like, have dinner with you. Room with me. No, I need to spend, like, every waking <laughs> hour with them. Dinner with them is not enough. I need to go to bed and we need to, like, talk about our secrets. So in this scenario... You're not leaving your room of your cruise ship. Unless Brian is. So, <laughs> I think in most cruise ships, you're not in your room, like, hardly at all. 
Is that that probably is that's how, the idea? Yeah, yeah. you're okay, like well, always we'll, doing something. We'll we'll have um we'll have cocktails in the pool together. That, that sounds better. <laughs> I'm more on board with this. Okay, and then there'll be like a rave. We'll go to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's probably a movie theater. We can yeah. see some movies. Otherwise, you're just in a room that rocks back and forth. <laughs> that's where I want to spend my time with. Them. <laughs> I've got I got so many news. I'm gonna. There's you, more news. Oh, I'm gonna news you out. Okay. You're gonna be so newsed out. Okay. This one's. This is comic books about this week. I found this interesting. This is comic books about this week. These are some news about comic books this week. Okay. Yeah. The day that came out. Do you know about Wolverine number one? Did you see the cover? Of Wolverine number one. And sorry, Wolverine number nine. I've lost my mind. Wolver- oh, with just the hand up for auction. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that they are introducing this thing called the Legacy House? Never heard of this. So they are collectors of superhero like uh, rare artifacts, mutant uh-huh. artifacts. So in theory, you're le- I haven't read the comic, but you're led to believe that the Legacy House have somehow found the hand of Wolverine and are collecting it. I thought it was a cool introduction into the Marvel Universe. That is cool. So I want to read. I haven't read Wolverine number nine, but I want to check it out. I haven't read it either. I have it coming in the mail. You do? Mm-hmm. Was I that didn't, a- I didn't buy it at the shop today. During my... COVID scare, I ordered this week's books online because I didn't think I'd get to go to the comic shop this week. Got it. Turns out I could. I'm negative. (laughs) Well, let me know how it is. I will. So are we supposing then, just, you probably, you don't know the answer to this because you said you haven't read it. Yeah, yeah. Just fun to speculate. They chopped it off? They chopped it off and his, he grew it back. Oh, yeah. And so well, someone preserved just like one of extra, like an extra Wolverine hand laying around somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And they like, I would love if it's commentary on the comic book spec market. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. There's adamantium in it on the cover. Right. So they can't. How do you cut adamantium? Ad- that's what I was going to say. I don't think they can cut it off. And I don't think he can grow back more adamantium. Yeah. Unless this is pre-adamantium. And they then they dipped it in adamantium? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We got to read. This is why you don't. Or maybe it's a fresh cutoff hand and we're moving into, what was it, Age of Apocalypse? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wolverine. Remember when he used to have the silver cap mm-hmm. on his on his arm? Maybe we're doing that again. You'll not, We can only know in a week when you get the comic book. Yep. I can't wait for another <laughs> week to pass so I can read this comic a week late. All right. I got another one for you. And this one is... It, I don't. I just want to rant a little bit. I'm. I'm interested in this. Okay, I'm ready. Do you know about the publisher Behemoth? I know the name. I can't name a single comic they've done. They do a lot of these like things that might like a girl walks alone at night. They did that comic. Oh, book. okay. Um, Hotline Miami from the video game. Yep. Okay. They released a one-shot comic book today called 2020, mm-hmm. and the premise for it is. A post-apocalyptic warrior reaches the end of a long hunt for mutant giants in an abandoned city at the end of the world and can finally rest. 2020 is behind us now. Just a one-sentence synopsis. Yeah, so it's like, essentially, it's an apocalyptic book celebrating the end of 2020? Maybe, from what I hear. I haven't read it. I couldn't tell from that synopsis, to be honest. Okay, it looks cool. It looks amazing. Okay. My thing is, in March... They're releasing a complimentary 7-inch vinyl for it. What? Huh. And uh, I went to their Facebook, I screenshotted it, and two people, one person said, that's rad. Somebody else said, hell yes. Who's going to buy this vinyl? (laughs) 
let me retrace some of the steps that I just had for you. We cover comic books yeah. more than most people. Uh-huh. You weren't familiar with Behemoth. No, right. <laughs> you weren't familiar with this comic book coming out. I don't understand what it is from the synopsis. <laughs> There's a seven-inch vinyl who has no artist listed, listed on them. Who is buying this vinyl? Hot Topic guy. Hot Topic guy that likes covers? That likes comics, I guess. Okay. As a person who's uh, released and, and published and sold uh, 10 vinyls in my lifetime, mm-hmm. 24 CDs, uh, <laughs> none of them profitable i'm curious if this was the model i missed out on <laughs> yeah it probably was okay uh yeah so that's a uh, that's huh. it not that not that the the vinyl looks cool good job behemoth doing something crazy let me know how it works out for you that's it's one of those things where you know sports players want to be rappers and rappers want to be actors this is the shack uh shack diesel of the nba yeah Sure. <laughs> this is the Shaq Diesel of the NBA. Yes. <laughs> Behemoth wants to be a rock star. And they're going to do it, I think. They're going to make a vinyl. Yeah. Too. They'll lose money. <laughs> I hope. Well, I don't hope so. I hope it's profitable. Same. Okay. Without further ado, let's get this podcast started. First book, we have Star Wars, The High Republic. I may have called it Knights of the High Republic in the beginning. Please forgive my error. The author is Kevin Scott. The artist is Ario... Speedwagon. <laughs> Anadito. Thank you for saying Speedwagon. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a... This is a second printing. We've never done this before. It technically came out in the week that we would cover traditional comic This books. is a first appearance, first issue club covers second printing. Yes. Uh, so this, yeah, this episode's worth money. Treasure this episode. Save uh, it in your podcast app. <laughs> this book was uh, sold out quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, went straight to like second printing and all of that kind of stuff was hard to get. Yes. We didn't cover it. Mm-hmm. And second printing is also selling really well. We thought now's a good time to uh, cover it. Did you get a copy of the second print? I didn't because it's one of those dumb ones where it's just a page from the book. Uh, yeah. I Yep. Yeah. And I was like, I don't. I was gonna that. gripe about it, but I'm like, we've probably done this rant <laughs> we have forty done, times. We have done this rant. It's yeah. valuable. I read it online. I maybe one day when the price comes down, I'll buy the first uh, one. I liked it. <laughs> I would like. I would like to own it. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Um, if you if if you don't know and you're not watching the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian takes place in between Return of the Jedi. And uh, the Force Awakens. So yeah. in between that, like thirty year time period. Yeah, that's probably about thirty years, right? Something like that. I think there's about thirty years in between all of the trilogies. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Um, and so does the New Republic as well. So this is in the same. Oh, this is. Wait, did you say this book is called High Republic? Oh, I'm so sorry. This is called High Republic. Yes. So High Republic takes place before even. Yes. You're, Phantom you're, Menace. You, oh, you're right. Yes. I just got them confused with the new... You know more about Star Wars than you. You are the Star Wars uh, fiend of this one. So the High, <laughs> the, the High Republic is like the, the genesis 
of uh of this this was like the glory days of the Jedi before yeah. like things even started going to shit a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. So could not be farther away from when the Mandalorian was. Where right. There's very few Jedi. Right. Yes. This is the glory days of 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 the Jedi. Yep. Yeah. The college uh, party days mm-hmm. of the Jedi. <laughs> you, you got it. <laughs> yes. Yoda... They were all the star quarterback. <laughs> Yoda is uh, young. Yeah. In, in this, and there's there's lots of Jedi. We follow one main character. Yes. Um, their name is. Steez? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. We don't need to do Here's it. the thing. There, it, fa- can I make a plea to fantasy stories? Please. It's okay for a character to be named Paul every once in a while. <laughs> Larry, They don't Bill, all need Jim. to be goofball, yuck, yuck, make them up names. Yeah, they don't need to be original. If they know what coffee is... Right, they're like they're like mentioning real world things that <laughs> we like that like colloquially in another universe, another like time so far separated from ours would never understand. Like, then it's okay to name them Mike, yeah, Doug, <laughs> like things I can pronounce and remember. Yeah, Qui Gon, we don't need that as a name. <laughs> Qui Gon, <laughs> <laughs> those names are half the reason. When your girlfriend watches this, they're like, oh, God. Motherfucker. Qui- Wait, so Qui-Gon <laughs> is his dad? No! Um, so, yeah. And it, it is uh, it's essentially a young training Jedi figuring out the, the Jedi politics of the world. And becoming, mm-hmm. I guess she's not a Jedi until... Classic Padawan stuff. Yes. She's a Padawan. Did you know? This is at the end when mm-hmm. she, she does become a Jedi. So that's the whole book is her journey of like on a planet. It's bonkers, monsters, crazy stuff. You know what that? I forgot about too was the uh, rat tail. That is was a, like a Padawan thing. This is exactly what I was going to say to you. Yes. I didn't realize that you're a Padawan, you grow your rat tail, you're a Jedi, you get your rat tail cut off. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. They show that. They do. And it was like, oh, Oh, beautiful. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Finally get rid of this gross thing <laughs> hanging in the back of your neck. So when you are a nerd and you're growing a rat tail and you call it a Jedi uh, rat tail, you actually need to be specific that you're not actually a Jedi yet. Mm-hmm. So if that was something you were going to do. I worked at McDonald's with a guy named Jet. <laughs> and he was like, first time I met him, he was like, hi, nice to meet you. Name's Jed. And then he was like, check it out. And he held out his hand and he had a tiny tattoo between his thumb and his forefinger that said Jedi. Ooh. And then almost immediately after, he goes to empty <laughs> the grease tray and fucking drops it on the ground. Oil and grease everywhere in the back of the house. And the Florida McDonald's in the back is already like a skating rink. <laughs> so it was just a disaster. I think we might have had to close the restaurant. Are you serious? I think we had to close. Oh, this comic book has Jedi. It has, <laughs> it has learning. You've been trying to give this just some vague synopsis about like there's a monster planet. Jedi becomes a Jedi. What what can we? I mean, it's 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 a lot. It, yeah, well, but it's not. It, yeah, 
I, I know I, that sounded like a joke. I think the no, it's it uh, was a very easy to follow story. Maybe that's just because I'm familiar with all the Star Wars like names and nomenclature. Yeah, well, when I got done with this book, I was like, oh yeah, that's the marker of a good first issue. Is seemingly vast, but also very easy to dive in and focus in on one story that you care about. Yeah, that's how you do a book right. Right. Marvel put some good editing into this. I think that it's going to be a strong book. Yeah. They launched a new character, and this new character is, like, fun to follow. I keep on bringing up the monster things because, like, the artwork and the monster shit, and they also promised more monsters in the editor's notes, <laughs> uh, was, like, it was insane, I felt. Like, it was, like, kind of came out of nowhere and uh-huh. was, was beautiful. Yeah. So, One-Armed Willie is, uh, he has another name that's not Jim, Steve, Larry. It's like Scar. It's three S's because he's like a snake. Yeah, it starts with double S. Yeah, so it's like... It's a rule for reptile people. Yeah. That their names have to be slithery. <laughs> he's going to be... He looks kind of like Bosk, the bounty hunter. Yes. He's going to be the um, the bad guy, I guess. Oh, do uh, you think? Well, so... Well, here's the situation. Yes, okay. He's the Jedi Master. Mm-hmm. And he's been training the Padawan, who's the main character in the story. Mm-hmm. The... Beginning of the story follows her trial on the planet where that gets attacked by monsters, wherein she's supposed to pass to like become a Jedi Master. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems not super stoked that she passed her trial. Yes. And then she's like crying happy at the end, and he walks into a room. And yells, no! And like rage cries. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm guessing that his plans were thwarted? They had to have been. Yes. And you think he has noble endeavors. I think he had malicious endeavors. Yeah, you think he's a bad guy. I think he's going to turn out to... Well, because here's the thing. If he's not the bad guy, there is no bad guy in this whole comic book that we get for like knowing what the next issue is. That's true. So I think they had to set up who is the the bad guy. Yeah. And we're just going to find out what his nefarious intent was mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. My assumption was that he had grown like to have a father-daughter oh. relationship with his Padawan. And now that she's become a Jedi Knight, he like fears for her life. Okay. I could see that too. Th- therein lies this being a good comic book. Yeah. One gripe about Snake Guy, mm-hmm. the way that he's drawn, he doesn't have, like, a neck. Oh, yeah. And he looks like... um Jim Rat. <laughs> yeah. He he looks, like, terrible. Like, he doesn't look... <laughs> <laughs> he looks terrible. He doesn't... He's, he only has one arm. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't look like uh, an opponent. He's going to grow his arm back. Or a foe. Yes, yes. They mentioned that was a thing with his species. So you just think he looks shitty. I just didn't. I think it did him. It did Marvel a disservice to put him on the cover. He looks like shitty. I get why he's interesting, but it's like he was so shittily weird body type <laughs> <laughs> that I'm like, don't don't put him anywhere. Like, kill him. Make him a red shirt. Yeah. You know, that's my my opinion. Was you know, you could Phantom Menace that. Okay. And that would be that's a great cover actually. Well, speaking of Phantom Menace, there's a goofball sidekick character i couldn't love more you loved it yeah i was like this is the sign of like star a star wars thing but it's also the thing people seem to hate about star wars 
is when they do like fun sidekick stuff. I think people like R two D two and and you like the they like the original ones. Yes, anything that's been introduced post or prior, <laughs> like people are like, I guess there's no prior, but do people not like BB eight? I think people took, yeah, yeah, didn't like BB eight. I think people had issues with Baldroid. Okay, as as we knew him before we knew his name, <laughs> Baldroid. Um, yeah, so there is like, and it's a. Uh, I guess if you remember the pod racing um, series, there's like the flying guy Mm -hmm. that controls all the pods. This looks like a... Oh, Watto. There we go. Looks like a baby miniature Watto. (laughs) Like a a fly guy Mm -hmm. (laughs) that flies around. Yeah, like an ugly fairy. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I found it, uh, I don't know, humanizing. Yeah. (laughs) This this is a great comic book. There's a reason it's sold out. I love when a comic book sells out because the story is good. Yeah. That warms my heart, my little heart. Ditto. I don't know that that's why this comic book sold out, but it certainly contributed to it. Yeah. There's it, well, the funny thing, it's it's funny to say like Star Wars first appearance because right. every Star Wars comic there's got to be like fucking millions <laughs> of them. Right. But um I don't know, people just attached with this character enough. Yeah. I think it's cool. I think like with the hype of Mandalorian, uh-huh. people are like, "Oh, new Star Wars shit." Okay, fine. Are we sure it's the first appearance of this character? Oh, it may not be. I I may have said that, and it, and it actually one hundred percent may not. She be. could have ended up in yeah other comics as an older woman. Yeah, 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 totally. So this is some of the earliest Star Wars m- mythology that we're getting. Yes. So this would be her backstory if she is somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Which, very likely, I don't actually remember this being a first appearance, so I, I think you're right. I think it's probably not a first appearance. Okay. It's just a, a very hyped up book. Okay. So, it's refreshing, too, to, like, have an entry point. Marvel's been doing so many Star Wars things that it's like, here's a new thing. You don't need to know other stuff. Yeah. Um, join it if you want. So, did you see that IDW is publishing a sister book to this? Really? Yeah. It's it's basically like same world, some of the same characters, but geared a little more for kids. This artwork looked like the type of IDW kid artwork that they do, which I actually like that style mm-hmm. of artwork. Um, interesting. Yeah, it That's comes cool. out in, uh, next week, so it'll be today when this podcast comes what out. What a cool uh, partnership for Marvel yeah. to do that with, mm-hmm. to be like, hey, you know, we understand you got the kids stuff. We're doing this thing over here if you want to collaborate. Yeah. Star Wars Adventures comes out on IDW right now. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, cool. Yep. Way to go, IDW. You did it. High Republic. Star Wars. Comic. Padawan. <laughs> Braid. <laughs> Qui-Gon. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> you win. Thank you. I weirded you. I outweirded you. <laughs> Next up, we have Steak on Scout Comic Books by David Byrne and Francesca Fantini. Now, this David Byrne is not the talking heads David Byrne, but he does have some fame outside of this comic book. He's one of the co-publishers of Scout Comic Books. David Byrne, you published a comic book on your own publisher. Ah. Bold move. This is like James Murphy publishing LCD Sound System on DFA. 
Records. It better be a banger. Where else would you publish your own stuff? <laughs> Good point. Yeah, yeah. Right? You, you, you must believe in your product. You'd be a traitor. He's, he's written other things, so this isn't his first Fourier. I like the logo for this. Yes. Isn't it kind of cool? It's great. I mean, there's a stake going through the middle of the word stake, and the A is like the heart that it slices through, the line in the middle of it. Hey, look at us complimenting graphic design in Scout comic books. It's almost never been done. We have come a long way. <laughs> this comic book is about vampires. Yeah. And it's making commentary on vampires, and it follows uh, a non-vampire and their social media documentation of bounty hunting vampires. I appreciated a lot of that. I feel like it's <laughs> it's hard to do a vampire thing now and have people care or notice anything different about it without acknowledging that it's like, oh, it's another vampire thing. Yeah. Oh, you did a thing where you do vampire things. Yeah. Yes. There has been a vampire slayer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Before, right? And and they did I love that they had the meta like, hey, you've seen vampires before panel. It was one of my favorite panels <laughs> in this whole comic book. It was great. There's so many different vampire characters in it, including, including <laughs> say it. The Count from Sesame, from Sesame Street. Yes. I loved Man, it. Uh, and then is that, I think there's Brad Pitt here. Mm -hmm. Wesley uh, Snipes is in it. Robert Pattinson. Uh, Nosferatu. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it, it's wonderful. Uh, it, it is very aware of what it's doing. Yeah. And this comic book is actually mostly in black and white except for sp splats of red, whether it be blood or eyes or things like that. I thought it was a good design decision. Also a great design decision. It, I, I yeah, agree. it made it stand out. This this comic book was rather enjoyable. Yeah, I agree. And for a comic book that was kind of rehashing an already done genre, mm -hmm. um, it was fun to do. It was very, very successfully, famously successfully kickstarted. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So um, it ha it had some hype already behind it. Okay. Um. So probably, I guess I don't know if a kickstarting a comic book gives you a built-in fan base. I have no idea for the measurement of that. Right. Um. But yeah, coming out, Scout had a, you know, a vampire book that that was fun. Main character, although called Steak, which I guess is interesting, is not a vampire, right? Yeah. Um. And that was like a kind of a fun twist. Mm -hmm. and, and that the main character's name is Steak, that it's not just a vampire book called Steak. <laughs> Her actual name is Angel, right? Sorry, you're right. Yes. <laughs> she goes by Steak. She, goes, she goes by Steak. Yes. Thank you. Um, I love it. This book is funny and self-aware in that like one. So her, her thing is that she's constantly like documenting or cell phoning this vampire kind of like hunt or whatever. And how yeah, her, she's like a social media personality. Right. And at one point in time, she filmed herself, and she's revealing that her name is Steak. Uh -huh. And she's like, oh, shit, it, my T-shirt's backwards. Right. So it's not going to work. And I was just like, this is this uh, is a funny comic book. Yeah. So it was good. They made it modern. They made it now. <laughs> I think, I mean, if you're going to do, here's the thing about rehashing something that is way overdone, like zombies or things like that. Yeah. I actually don't think you just need to, like, do something new. Uh -huh. I think you need to be aware of what has been done and write really well in the best parts of what's been done in that. And I think like vampire is fun to get a little bit, not take yourself seriously. Sure. 
Um, and I think that that's really what this did really well. Some of my favorite things. I loved, big fan of True Blood. Uh-huh. Um, loved Buffy. And I think when those shows are best is when they are like not taking themselves seriously. Yeah. And they they modernized it to make it relevant to like uh, you when you were that age. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, this is a comic book that I honestly didn't have high hopes for. The cover was a little bit um, not engaging and enough for me to like pick it up. Mm-hmm. It's like airbrushed. Yeah. It looks like an airbrushed t-shirt. There is a hot, 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 hot Peach Momoko cover and a VHS cover. That oh, really? Going for a lot. Um, but the cover was like, eh. But I think that in inside the book <laughs> is the treasure. <laughs> That's the important part, isn't it? <laughs> I take the covers off of most of my comics. <laughs> you rip them off. I say, I want to focus on what's in you. Yes, LeVar Burton told me, don't judge a book by its cover. I won't even have covers. Mm-hmm. Easier to read when you can bend. Make your own paperbacks, is what I say. Rip the hard covers off of the front of your comics. An- uh, another aspect of this that I liked is that it starts off right off the bat with like the world finding out that vampires are real. Right. That's not something that happens in a lot of vampire stories right it they're, they're normally like secret societies secret sex they keep it on the low this is like Times square is showing <laughs> a, a guy get his like heart ripped out by a vampire yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's true i'm honest i think true blood kind of led the way in that like true Plus blood true, i never saw true blood so true blood famously starts in that the product true blood is released it's um, artificial blood, uh-huh. which now makes it acceptable for vampires to be out and about because they don't have to get blood from humans anymore. They can go to a bar, order blood. Oh. And they and this is like produced. Oh, my God. By the world. What a great idea. Yeah. That's what True Blood is. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe I have to watch True Blood. Does it stand up to, t- to time, you think? It is really enjoyable uh-huh. but it was written to be like a southern kind of raunchy um <laughs> s- sex thing as as well uh-huh. not sex thing but like have some of that like romance and, uh-huh. and stuff and and it does that but it's like i watched it with my mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> and at one point down we both were like i don't think that this is a a mother-son show <laughs> when there's like a 12-person orgy happening uh-huh. Um, so I don't know, and I haven't watched it again, so I don't okay. know if it stands at the test time. But this is kind of early on when HBO is being like, "Yeah, we do shows. We do a shit ton of shows." Yeah, right. Know? So okay, it's uh, it's okay. Um, steak. I think that there was a handful of indie books that came out this week. Another was another scout book mm-hmm. that came out. Um, I read them all. I read every number one <laughs> indie book that came out. You read a Source Point Press one? I read two Source Point what? Press ones. Yes. How about that? This is the clear, far and away winner of indie number one books that came out this That's week. That's why we're talking about it. Yeah. So. Steak, you've prevailed. <laughs> Even the a sequel to Dead End Kids came out. Suburbs. Oh, yeah. Like that's that. right. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. This was still better than that. Wow. You win, Steak. Bravo. <laughs> steak, I don't know if you know how special this is. I don't think, yeah, they, I don't think they're aware. So <laughs> steak, you're beautiful. <laughs> and I mean, like, legitimately, actually beautiful. On the inside and out. And outside. Mm-hmm. You have something, you have that spark. 
a top-of-the-line dime. <laughs> High-end. Ooh-la-la. Yes. People will pay high dollar for you. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Alright. Cool. That was the show. <laughs>